Hello and good afternoon, everyone. So I'm just going to straight say out the gate, we do apologize for our delay in posting. Uh, we've kind of been experiencing life at several what the fucks per second. So I just want to say I'm sorry about that, but we're back at you. We're coming at you full throttle. We're bringing you the freshest new content, and hopefully we can be your escape from the day. I know today's Monday. It's probably one of the worst days for me. But, you know, you got those optimistic people out there that are like, oh, the glass is, the glass is always half full, you know. But I'm like, nah, bitch, today the glass was empty, okay? <laughs> and I ain't got nothing else to say about it besides, uh, welcome back to the channel, everybody. You know me. My name is 6xvex, a.k.a. Brent. I go by my gamer tag because who doesn't like living in the world growing, right? Right. But, hey, introducing the one and only, the greatest person to ever live on the face of the planet. I'm going to let him go ahead and do his introduction himself. But here we are, guys. Color Guardian. Let him have it, Kenna. Greetings and salutations, friends, family, and lovers. This is Color Guardian coming at you at Full Effects and Living Color. And thanks again for joining us. Uh, as Brett said, that, or 6xbex says, that, uh, you know, today is our Monday, but you know what? That is okay because there's only one Monday that we have to deal with a week. So, luckily, now that we are back on with you and we can give you that gamer talk, that wonderful, wonderful talk that we love to give you today, uh, we're hoping that you guys will be, um, y'all be willing to stay with us and until we can bring you like anything and everything that you want to hear today. So, without further ado, let us jump right in. Oh, goodness gracious. And we're starting it off just like that. Well, Kenneth, my question for you is, I know we've been playing games for a very, very, very long time. I mean, I think we've played games before games were invented. I mean, let's be completely honest here. Um, my question for you is, I just want to know, right off the top of your head, what game for you, and this goes for everybody, I mean, chime in if you got something to say, but the best character design in a video game, for you, what game takes the cake? You know what? That is a good, good, good question. And I will probably have to go on a limb and say the best character design that I like was probably Faith from Mirror's Edge. Um, okay. First and foremost, I love Faith. Faith is extremely hot. I mean, you know, anybody who was anybody that played with Faith understands. And I mean, you know, how agile she, or, or yeah, how agile she, uh, she is with her character. And I mean, just, just, just something about her is just so freeing. I mean, and just, just, just the kind of character that she is is just makes you want to be her, you know. And uh, just, just the free flow of the entire game that is just the one, the most wonderful thing about her. And um, I would say that she was like probably, probably like the the game character that pretty much beats all the game characters that I came across. And that that, that says a lot. That says a lot because all the characters that I came across, um, like in all my gaming my gaming journey, I should call it. I mean, she is probably the one that stands above pretty much everybody else. Um, I mean, yeah, there are a lot of the older gamer, the old game characters like Mario, Sonic. Uh, Simon from Simon's Quest on. Uh, oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, Rygar, I mean, and Metroid, Sammy's from Metroid. Wait, wait, I mean, hold on. Did you just say Rygar? Yes, Rygar. Was that, was that the was that the the Greek mythology game where the shield you got to change shields out and fight all the demons in the Greek mythology era? Oh, I don't know if it was Greek mythology. Um, I mean, it's I don't I'm not too sure what uh, what era that was. I mean, it was it was definitely one of the bizarre fantasy eras, but um, but Rygar, it was like um, 
one of those uh one of those games that you have to play all the way through because yeah. i mean you know there's like absolutely positively no passwords no save points nothing like that but luckily it will like start you off it will give you like a um, at least a uh, checkpoint but you want to keep on going in order for you to finish it because once you turn the game off then you start from the very 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 beginning right okay. and sorry i didn't mean, mean to yeah there. say again yes, i didn't mean to derail you there my fault no, not at all, not at all. But yeah, but like out of all the characters, I would say Faith from Mirror's Edge will probably be standing. Um, but like I said, that she is like you know, you know one one of one of my only favorites. You know, I mean only favorites, but I mean <laughs> one 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 of the the top favorites that's up there. And yeah, so that would be mine. What about yours, Vex? Oh, goodness gracious. What well, do I have a male and a female? My first male would be Sephiroth from the Final Fantasy series. I mean, oh my gosh, that silver-haired god. I don't know what it was about him, but he just obliterated everything in his path. I mean, it was just, it was one of those things where he just wanted to do so, so much good that he ended up being evil. Or actually vice versa. He wanted to do, he was so evil that he was actually good. I don't know how it worked out, but regardless of the fact, god almighty damn, anytime he withdrew that blade, and I'm talking about when you know most samurais when they go like they draw their sword it's like like that yeah yes i mean all the way out to it, it took forever because that sword is so damn huge but um <laughs> as far as the female protagonists go of different games i'm gonna have to go on a limb and just say mm, either yuffie from the final fantasy series or uh Oh, what was that girl's name? Moo from Final Fantasy, I think, 10, nope, Final Fantasy 7, 8, whatever. Anyway, I don't know, just something about her, her voluptuous breasts. It's just, it just, <laughs> I mean, we talk about jizzle, jiggle physics a lot, but that was something that was just like, holy fuck. Like, that's, I think that's why I like Final Fantasy so much, because just the, the cutscenes alone just bring the characters alive. Not to mention, you know, the gameplay is absolutely fantastic, and the sagas and the stories and the quests and all that good stuff. It's it's a beautiful thing to, to see, but, I mean, just the character design as a whole is just like, damn. You know what I mean? Like, if those people were in real life, like, damn. Just, just damn. Fuck it. I, you know, I can go on to, oh my gosh, yeah, we're gonna stop right there, because, you know, what happens after you talk about things for a little bit, uh, you get all excited and shit. Anyway, that's what I was talking about. <laughs> Um, that would be it for me, but uh, I know I know we got some some we got tons of topics today, guys. And I just want you to know we're we're back in it. We're gonna give it all to you right here, raw style. You know, no filter, no censor, no nothing like that. Because that's just who we are as people. And what you understand, as we're speaking, we feel passionate about what we're talking about. So if we get a little crazier, like sidebar here and there, just like I'm doing right now, I just want you to know it's just because we want you to be in our minds. We want you to understand where we're coming from. That way, you can sit there and nod your head, or you can sit there and flip us off, whatever, whatever, whatever you choose. But we just want you to be in the moment with us. Anyway. My bad. I didn't mean to cut you off again, Color Guardian. What's up? Oh no, not a problem. But you, but you know what? Now we're now that we're on the subject of jig, uh, jiggle feeling, <laughs> <laughs> Um, let me let me ask you something. Have you ever played the game Dead or Alive Extreme Volleyball? Holy yes, I've played one, two, three, four, five, and six, and I must say they get better every motherfucking time. Every time they just get better. Uh, to say the very least. Um, I mean, can you remember? Can you remember the first time that you popped that game in, and like uh, what you felt when you first played it? Well, here's the thing. At first, I was like, "Why is it? Why is a volleyball game ring again for mature?" And I was like. Oh. <laughs> 
the complete opposite of a leisure suit Larry here. I'm just sitting here. I was like, man, I was like, I, I, you know, I, I didn't understand why I was rated in for mature. So I played it and I was like, I completely understand. And at the time, my father was like, uh, this is not my favorite game. Can you please teach me how to play? And I was like, yes, absolutely. Here, grab a controller. <laughs> so, it was a good time. It was a good time. But that, that game sparked a lot of controversy. Oh my gosh, a lot of controversy. But at the same time, it, it glorified women because they're really good at the sport, better than men. And, you know, they had a pedestal to stand on and they turned everybody's favorite fantasy into an actual game. You know what I mean? I mean, how many times do you sit there and watch a volleyball game and just been like, damn, I wish they'd do it in their bikini. Well, guess what? You have dead or alive. <laughs> But why is it why is it called Dead or Alive? Don't fucking know. That, that's always bothered me, but I, I don't know the, the lore behind that. But unless you have some fun facts to throw on us to, to teach us why it's called that, that'd be great. Uh, unfortunately, I do not. But, I mean, who really cares? It's a good game. It's an awesome game. <laughs> one of my favorite games. One of my favorite games that, you know, like to play when you have a bad day at work. And as a matter of fact, I just wanted to quickly just, the reason why I wanted to bring that up is because of my first experience when I first played Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball. Um, and, you know, the funny thing was, is that this, I mean, I, I think I got it back when, uh, of course, like uh, Xbox was like still like on its peak when it first came out. Right. Um, as, I think I was like working at a, at a company where I was like, um, where I was like, the, I think it was like, uh, I was... I was in charge of like its own of my own store, you know. So I mean, anybody who was like, who's actually like, uh, ran a business like by themselves knows like how difficult it is to run a store like by yourself, especially like whatever kind of um, merchandise that you're that you're selling. Sure. And I mean, th okay. So let me just take let me just uh, uh, take you back on on this uh, on this memory here. So I bought the game for the very first time, and I put it in my bag and i went to work and i had the, the worst day ever i mean it was like you know customers were yelling at me the boss was yelling at me managers were yelling at me uh uh, uh the, the owner was yelling at me i mean it was just one of those days i came home i was like man i hate this job i hate the people i hate my boss i hate the owner i hate them all i i, I, I mean i'm gonna destroy them. i'm gonna blow the store up i don't give a, i don't give a fuck I'm gonna, i want to destroy it all then i like i'd like to go into my bag start taking out all the paperwork just flying it off i, I didn't care I, I hate this job I hate the job, and then I saw the game. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> and then when I popped that game in, I forgot what I was mad about. Let us. I was like, man, you know, it's like when I when I popped in the game and I started playing with all the the different characters, it felt like I had six girlfriends. And I mean, it was really easy to take care of them. It was really easy to make them happy. <laughs> And all I had to do was just like play, uh, play volleyball. That's all they wanted to do. They wanted to play volleyball. And I mean, it was like probably the easiest game that any bachelor could play at the at the time. Yeah. You want cake? I got you cake. You want an umbrella? I got you an umbrella. You want an Xbox? I got you an Xbox. It was such. It was the easiest game to play. I mean, dating simulations could not touch this game for me. <laughs> all I had to do was just pop the game in. I want that girl. She's my she's my date throughout the entire game. Oh my gosh, that was like whoever created that game. God bless you. You are the you are the answer to every gamer's prayer. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> but oh my gosh, yes. that was like one of the games that I was like that saved lives. Okay, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go as far as to say, dare to to say that that game saved lives. Yes. I cannot agree more. And matter of fact, today we go check it out on Xbox right after we get done with this. <laughs> However, <laughs> uh, 
Gosh. Man, oh man. Well, speaking speaking of saving lives, let's talk about taking lives. Okay, so what game? I'm going to steal your thunder here for you because, yes, this was Color Guardian's topic, and I'm going to bring it up because we're going to jump right into it. And I want to I want to go on the opposite side. You know, we're on the we're on the blissful, colorful, vibrant, you know, type of uh, of gaming that we're talking about now. I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a re-engineer the gears and go the complete opposite way. So how about the dark, the gritty, the scared, the terrified, the ones the games that that took your life for like half a second. And um, I'm just gonna jump into it. Just say speaking of jumping, no pun intended. Jump scare. <laughs> have, have what what game for you or what game should I say? Or if you want to do a top three of best jump scares ever. Let's just do the iconic number one. What was your best jump scare in any game that you've ever played? And let's 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 make it a fucking story. I mean, from from start to finish. Actually, I'm going to go ahead and do the top three, but I want to start at the three first. Okay, all right. Let's the th- the, okay, so the third, I would say Silent Hill, because mm. it, it had it had its it had its moments. Okay, now it did not. Now, I mean, there was like a few scares here and there, but it was more of the the enclosing anxiety. Yes. The, the anxiety where I'm like, okay, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? Boom! And I'm like, okay, okay, that, that's good one. That's good one. <laughs> yes. So so that was so that was that one. And the number two comes in uh the one that comes in number two is Dead Space. Because oh, yes. oh my gosh, there was jump scares left and right. I mean yes, it, it was never a dull moment because those necromorphs just just burst out of the um out of the vents. And I mean there is not one time where I'm like my heart's jumping out of my damn chest. It's yep. like in my throat. I'm like, oh god damn it! And then, and I'm just firing away, just hoping, I'm just praying and praying, just hoping that one of them will hit him. Now, yep. at number one, yes, it was Aliens versus Predator, Ooh. and um, this is the Aliens versus Predator that was on the 360. Unfortunately, I can't remember the full title. And is not Extinction because that is the um, the overhead uh, gameplay, the overhead strategy gameplay. So I'm not too sure what it was, but it was an Alien versus, uh, versus Predator um, installment. And this was on for the 360. And one of the things I love about the Aliens versus Predator is that not only can you play the Alien nor the Predator, but you can also play the Marines. Now, the Marine is probably the best one for the jump scares because you have your aliens on both sides that can scare the living piss out of you. Like, yes. seriously. So I would like to go back when I was living with my roommate, Charlie Henderson. And I want to make a, sh- a quick shout out to Charlie Henderson. Henderson, you son of a bitch! But, <laughs> that's, a, that's an inside joke, by the way, if he ever oh, happened no. to this podcast. But um, Charlie and I, we were living together for about three years, and we had the best setup as roommates. He had his room on the uh, on the far left. I had mine on the far right. And it was like the best setup uh, roommates can have ever. So one day, I believe this was a Saturday or Sunday. Both of us were at home. I was playing my uh, my Alien vs Predator. He was playing his uh, his Call of Duty. And after he was done playing, he came into my room so he could check out what I was playing. So I was a Marine, and I was in the Aliens lair. And you could already tell where this is going. So he and I. We're just at the TV. We're just, and you know, okay, you know when a gamer is like so into it because he leans forward into the screen, trying to find just, just, just like all into it. Yeah. So I was in the aliens layer. 
I was and, and my tracker was going off. And I mean, I was looking around. I cleared out like all the face huggers, and it was still going nuts. It was like I'm like, oh my god, we got it's, it's coming, it's coming. And it, we were like just just like all in the TV screen. I mean, you can see it's tunnel vision. We were like right then and there. I was like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Probably it's under you. And all of a sudden, a bird hit the window. Boom. And if you ever seen a guy jump out of a chair with his ass, I mean, my legs was like up in the air along with my ass. And I jumped over the, the arm of the chair going, holy shit. And I just, and I ran out of my room. Charlie, he didn't have an idea what was going on, but he ran out of the room with me. And I was like freaking the fuck out. And he was just cracking up. He was like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, that was not funny. That was not funny at all. Oh, fuck yeah. And he just thought that was the funniest thing ever. I was like, dude, go to hell. Go straight to hell. That freaked me out. I mean, I, <laughs> for all I knew, that freaking face hugger was trying to get into my goddamn room. I was freaking out. I mean, I, I practically ran as if the facehugger was there. I didn't care. I was I was damn near about to go out the goddamn front door just to make sure. I was like saying, I didn't have to outrun the facehugger. I just had to outrun Charlie because yeah, exactly. that one was going to get hit in the ass. Oh, but yeah. Yeah, that was... I mean, I mean, it... That, that, probably, that probably got me the worst in any game ever and i mean that says a lot so yes that was my number one jump scare out of all the jump scares since then nothing has ever came close i mean there was like probably some that probably got me up to that point but it did not really got me to the point where i had to run out the fucking room so yes absolutely <laughs> love it fucking love it well, there you have it, guys. Color Guardians Top 3 Jump Scares. If you have any jump scares you want to submit or share with us, please clap along, raise your hand. We'll invite you in on the next podcast so you can, you know, give your two cents there. Um, got a good feeling this question is probably going to come back to me, so I'm going to go ahead and start off. Uh, let's see. Now, this my, is top, be <laughs> my top three jump scares. Oh, man. Number three, I'm going to have to be right there in sync with you and say uh, Dead Space stole the spotlight for, for the top three. That was a a game ahead of its time it really was and um i remember very vividly walking down the hallway with my little plasma pistol I had a flashlight i had two bars of health as allocated by my spine health bar which i thought was a really fucking nifty way to display health by the way um yeah i had two bars of health so my, my guy was blinking yellow and i'm just creeping crawling through these things and i see this body located in the right hand corner and i'm like oh you're a bitch it's one of those baby necromorphs you know the ones that that spread the legs out and they just crawl after you oh god i couldn't stand those i could not i still can't stand those fucking things anyway so i'm aiming at it and i'm like this bitch is about to come to life it's about to come to life it's about to come to life right the fuck now like when i get close to it it's gonna come to life so i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna do i'm gonna be proactive and i'm gonna shoot it before it comes alive so i get close enough I, I, I steady my hands, I steady my controller, and bang, 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 start shooting. Well, unfortunately, it was already dead. So I was like, oh, shit. Well, about that time, the glass breaks behind me, and I come out with the vacuum. The vacuum sucks me in, and I fucking have a heart attack. I'm like, instantly. I was like, Duh. you know, it's, it, was, it was one of those scares where 
you want to say oh shit but the first sound that comes out you you lock in on the sound you lock the sound up so it's oh, 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 oh you know one of those things like a fucking 1970 sitcom yeah, that, that, was, that got me and then number two I'm gonna have to say I was 12 years old I played The Suffering on Playstation 2 for the first time and it was it was 1130 at night I decided to pop it in because my uncle told me never play this game by yourself I'm gonna tell you this right now you just can't do it and well he wasn't fucking lying so I, I was playing I, I just started the game I'm off in like this prison yard or whatever I run, I run inside this hospital looking area and I'm just running down this hallway the lights are flickering and things are going I have the TV on like 10 so like it's not loud at all but I'm just sitting here you know I'm playing on a on an 18 inch TV screen so my face is like my eyesight is like just as wide as this TV screen is so I'm just I'm taking it all in I'm taking it all in and I'm going I'm going I'm going well at this point in time there's a door it's locked I'm locked I'm trying to unlock it <laughs> You know, door's locked, you need a key. Door's locked, you need a key. Door's locked, you need a key. I'm like, well, fuck, okay. So I turn around, I run back. And as I'm running back, the lights start going, do, 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 start shutting off. And I'm just like, oh my God, what the fuck is going on? What the fuck is going on? And as I'm playing this game, <laughs> my little nightlight that I had at the time, <laughs> powered off. Well, <laughs> as the nightlight powered off, my life powered off, and I turned the PlayStation off and I went to bed because I just couldn't handle it no more. I played that game for, I think, 17 minutes. That was about it. Uh, yeah, that was number two. Now, number one, this just happened recently, and it, I was playing, um, oh, fuck, what was I playing? What was I playing? Shit, I don't remember what I was playing. Oh, I was playing the OG, the OG, uh, Outlast. So, not Outlast 2, but the OG Outlast. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I was playing the first one. Um, making good progress, making good progress. Well, here in real life, it started pouring fucking rain. I mean, lightning and everything. So, it just built to the dramatic atmosphere that I was already in. And I was creeping around with my camera, trying to change batteries out and stuff like that. And in my headset, and like I'm looking at the TV, but on the right-hand side of my like peripheral, you can see the lightning, you can see the rain, and stuff like that, because we had our, our windows uh, or my my blinds open. You could just see, 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 see. Well, the game didn't scare me. It wasn't the game. I was already anticipating a bunch of bad shit happening. It was the actual how it all happened. So this is what happened. I was being pursued by I don't know what in the game. And, you know, with the light flashing and the, and the thunder rolling, like, you could feel it. It, it, it. My headphones were on. I was encompassed. I was in the moment. I was doing this. I was literally freaking out on the inside. Like, I was coming off the couch slowly. Like, my body was just levitating off the couch. Well, here's the thing. I run out this door, and I get smacked in the fucking face by a plank, like a wooden plank by, by the guy. And when that <laughs> happens, boom, the power went out. And I was like, oh, fuck. So... I was like, okay, no, this isn't even the worst part. So here's the deal. Here's the fucking deal. So I was like, okay, the power's out. No problem. So I put my controller up on my, my TV console, okay? And I'm like, shit, okay, let me go see if I can flip a breaker. And as I turn around to walk, the power comes back on just for my Xbox. So my Xbox doesn't even turn on. What, what turns on is my fucking controller, and it's got the vibration first. So when that power turned on, I had my back towards it, and it went like that on my fucking wooden night shelf. Holy <laughs> motherfucking Jesus, dude. I swear to God and everyone, I jumped so 
fucking high, I almost decapitated myself with the ceiling fan. <laughs> it was just, it was all of it just built up. And as soon as I sat down in the controller, as I'm being suspensefully fucked up in the head from everything that's going on, the power comes back on, but none of the lights come on, just my controller, and it just goes, <laughs> just vibrates, like right behind me. And I'm, I, it fucking absolutely, just, it blew my fucking mind. <laughs> like, I cannot express to you how many times I ran to the bathroom and just stuck my hand down my pants just to make sure I didn't shit on myself because I was literally worried. I was sweating profusely. My heart was going 100 miles an hour. It was awful. But other than that, I mean, oh, God almighty. But I just want to bring up a topic. Um, like I said, guys, if you got if you got some um, some jump scares you want to share with us or any, any you know, any character design that you think has just been flawless throughout, you know, a series or a certain game or a certain title, you know, please just, just drop a comment down below. We'll invite you in on the next podcast and uh, you can sit here and, and hang out with Color Guardian and us and we can talk about the best gaming memories. But uh, I wanted to bring something up that, that uh, uh, Color Guardian, I believe I believe you shared it on this channel, but it was a pretty much like a manuscript or a monologue to the essence of gaming. And if you haven't heard it yet, I'd really like, I'd really like for you to hear it on this podcast, like right now. So Kenneth, if you have that, that information available, um, I think it's about three minutes long about, you know, what gaming does to people. You know what I mean? How it helps and things like that. If you could if you could just thoroughly repeat that out loud, just so we can all understand why we're here, why we do what we do, and why we love what we do, that would be truly awesome. Because this is this is iconic. This is some shit that should have been the opening semantics for Ready Player One. Like, it should have been right there. This should have been something that, you know, the camera's zooming out, you know, it's, it's panning away, and you have this sexy voice, aka Color Guardian, just speaking his two truths, his truths as the camera's zooming in, and then the movie starts, because that'd have been, that'd have been the best time to do it. That'd have been the best fucking perfect time to do it. I mean, right or wrong? Oh, absolutely. 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 Let him have it. Okay, so... <clears throat> Uh, the manuscript that I was talking about, it was talking about the importance of gamers control. Um, now, some of them, some people don't realize how important control is to a gamer. And what I go on is to explain why is important. So I pretty much start off by saying, what is it that a player looks for in its gaming? Make your so I say that, if, so I'm asking, is it the competition? Is it the adventure? Is it the, 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 the freedom of it? Is it the story? Or is it the, the setting? But see, the one thing that people need to understand is that there's probably one component that, that links all of this, and it is control. The control to have whatever adventure that you want, to the control to compete with anybody that you want, the control to enjoy and tell and live a story, even control on how it ends, the control of the setting, the setting that you create, the setting that 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 is in your world, it is what you create, and finally the freedom the choice, the control of having your freedom. The choice of, of, of being whoever you want to be, to, to go wherever you want to go, get there however you want to get there and stay however long that you want. Because the thing is, is that only gamers will understand this truth. And no matter how much trained professionals can, can research, 
that can go through all documentation, can study or whatever. If you do not experience it, then you will not fully understand it. And I always like to go through this, or always like to mention this, this, uh, the uh, saying that this one person said. He said, "Lessons, can, some lessons can never be taught. You have to experience it to learn it completely." Which means, if you have not experienced what it's like not to have control over your own life, you will never fully understand gamers. You will never fully understand us as gamers. You will never fully understand what it's like to just to to come and to to go to work and 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 just just being uh, just having that tra- entrapment feeling of not being in control of your destiny of your own life. The only way you actually feel it, you, the only way you actually live it, the only way you can actually experience it, is through gaming. And that is why it is so important for gamers to 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 game, to have their time. It's not just for them to just uh, just to pass the time because they're bored. Is it's basically because that is their that that feeling control that they are being denied in their own lives. So, guys, my point in being that if you are in a relationship or you know somebody that is a gamer. And they are so into their gaming that they, they seem like they're drowning in it or whatever. It is because they are trying to get that experience of having control when they cannot have it in their everyday lives. So my advice to the people on the outside looking in, let them have it. Let them have that that feeling of control. Let them have it for, for however long they need it because Trust me, when they are out in the world in this jigsaw puzzle we call reality, it's going to be—it's hard for them. It is difficult for them. It is difficult for us, the people who all we want to do is have control in our lives. So let us have control in our lives, because in the and because the the bottom line is we're the ones that have to live it. So, please. If you are somebody who don't understand gaming, you don't necessarily have to understand it, but understand enough that gaming is very important to an individual who feels that they're trapped, who feels that they're a prisoner in their own mind. Because I swear to you, if you continue to to take to, to try and control them, take that control away from them, that will eventually destroy them. And that is the reason why you hear so much about how people with mental illness, why gaming is so important to them. Because without gaming, believe it or not, without gaming, that is a a sure enough way for somebody to commit suicide. It really is. So, so, I mean, so I want you to, I want you all to understand that gaming is important to a gamer. And, you know, it's it's all it will only it will only make things easier and a lot more pleasant if you support them in it because <clears throat> i tell you if you will support somebody who is is tra- that is like just in engulfed in gaming i'm telling you 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 will find out that you know they're more they're a different person than when they are on the outside in the outside world so 
Yeah, so again, it's very, very important to allow gamer to have control. And gaming is one of their main ways of having it. So bottom line, guys, let gamers have their control. They need it. Could not have said it better myself. But that's that's exactly what I was trying to tell everybody. I mean, literally, player one right there. Ready player one, boom. There's a manuscript, there's a monologue. There's gaming encompass as a whole. There's gaming for 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 anyone that wants to question, you know, what does gaming mean to you? You couldn't have said it better. Could not have said it better. There was that was four minutes of just pure bliss. Um, but guys, I just want to say, hey, thank you all very much for joining us uh, tonight. Um, it's been a blast, and I'm super happy that we're back doing this again. Like I said, I want to apologize for the delay and everything that we've been doing. We've been trying to really get our lives back together to where we can actually do this and, and provide this for you guys every single day. And uh, I just want to say, Color Guardian, thank you very much for joining in on this session. And um, guys, I just want to say, keep that bell on there because we're back. We're back and we're coming full force for you. We're going to hit you just as just as Color Guardian says, you know, in, in, in full special, I don't even know the thing, but full bit of color <laughs> special effects. I mean, I can't say as good as him, but that, that's, what, that's what it is. Alright? I'm going to smack you in the face just like that, that intense difficulty did yesterday. I'm going to fucking beat you down like they, that they boss did yesterday like we're coming for you but we're going to give you everything that you need to know but reality check um if you do know someone that is suffering from mental illness please you know give them the support they need give them everything that they need because at the end of the day we don't want to lose another gamer to something that they can't control whenever they can't control what they have in front of them so fyi ps uh color guard do you got any a little outro statement you want to give before we end the, end the session here well, um, I just want to take this time to also thank you, Vex, for uh, for inviting me on. Um, like always, um, I enjoy these these conversations, these topics, and whatnot. And uh, again, uh, like Vex said, guys, if you guys are have uh, like anything that you would like to contribute, please uh, join us. We would love to hear from you. We would love to uh, get your your uh, your uh, your opinions on on whatever kind of gaming on the on the highs, on the lows, and and somewhere in between. But um, but uh, other than that, uh, Vex, let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, say our uh, farewells, and hopefully, and we will be back very soon to uh, to to uh, give these guys more of uh, of our of our material. Absolutely. All right, guys, you heard it from the best. You heard it from the best. You heard it from the absolute best. Coming back at you, and guys, if you haven't if you haven't already, let's go check out our website, videogamebountyhunters.com. Um, that's a place where if you need help on Destiny 2, we're actually pretty fucking good at it. So if you don't have the time to play, uh, go ahead and check it out. We charge a little bit of tiny service fees, everything like that, to get what you want. Um, speaking of that, uh, I can't wait for, for Season of the Witch, but that's going to be on a different topic, and we'll get into that whenever we come back. So guys, once again, thank you for joining us so much. Give us an applause, give us a clap, and uh, like I said, drop us a, a like in the inbox, You know, subscribe to us, and all that good stuff like that, because we're coming back at you live in fucking color and we're just going to give it to you straight but um with that being said y'all take care have a wonderful rest of y'all's monday let's make it a great week and uh keep your bell on because you never know where we're going to pop in we're just like random ass dlc we'll just hit you up whenever we get the chance all right guys y'all take care be safe and until then game on